We got a flag on the play. <laughs> Today, I spoke with CIF crew chief Brian Mills. He's been refereeing for 21 years and has risen to the top of the San Diego County referee food chain. He talks about the declining relationships between coaches and officials, parents and officials, parents and coaches. Essentially, everybody involved in youth sports as the pressure mounts on kids playing sports. Parents today lose their mind blaming officials, teammates, coaches, and anyone else to avoid the scourge of being humiliated with a participation trophy and shattering the dreams of their kids playing professional sports. As fate would have it, the day after we spoke, I went to a preseason scrimmage at USD, a place they use for training for officials at the college level, and ran into a few of his cohorts. I prodded them for dirt on Brian. The brotherhood is strong as they refuse to contribute anything except a referendum on his bald head and praise for his cookies. So sit down, strap in, turn on, and turn up this well-officiated episode of Tony on the Mic. Our story begins as these stories often do. There are times where I, I literally have to, you know, I'll get an assistant coach that'll say something, and yeah. deep down, I'm just, I'm just laughing because I'm like, oh, that was a good one. Story about a man named Jed. I mean, I'm sure that all of you have the most amazing stories. Because then anybody can do all, it. All I do is turn on and off a light. Right. That's all I do. I go, I fly to New York, <laughs> I flip a switch, I get back on and the I plane. Come back, I, hey, lights on? Great. Good. <laughs> Let's hear another story, story, story. That one was just sad. And, you know, as soon as I throw the flag, hey, their kid's not going in the NFL anymore. Right, so, right. It's you've all cost, my fault. You've cost the scholarship. Yep. You guys could talk crazy stuff about him, like his LASIK surgery or... His bald head? His bald head, okay. <laughs> I have to say, that's the most amazing story I ever heard. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you listen to this fine podcast product. My name is Tony Lawrence, and this is Tony on the Mic. It's football season. So I have a head official of San Diego CIF football, Brian Mills. Say hello to everybody, Brian. Hey, everyone. How's it going out there? Now, you are now a head, as I said, crew chief. Crew, crew chief, chief, not head. Now, are you always the white hat now? Uh, is that so at the varsity level and at the JC level, yeah, I'm a crew chief, so I, I'm the white hat on the those white games. White hat, okay. All right, who, who knows Brian? I interviewed him for a podcast the other day. First of all, he's way too nice to be an official. I was hoping just to surprise him when he listens to it, you guys could talk crazy stuff about him, like his LASIK surgery or... His bald head? His bald head, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and what else, besides Brian's head, what else stands out to you guys about, about Brian? <laughs> Brian's just—he's a, a very—he's a quiet guy, and uh, but you know he does a really good job on the field. So. No, that's pretty but, respectful. It doesn't make good radio, though. Huh? I'm just not. <laughs> That's true. We will not violate the brotherhood. Oh, <laughs> all right. Okay. The, 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 I was hoping for some salacious uh, stuff. All right, well, oh, Brian. Did, did he tell you about all the cookies? No. Oh, oh yeah. He, but him and his wife just make tons of cookies every year. Oh. A little cookie party. Give out uh, cookies to everyone. Brian, this brotherhood is strong, man, because I'm baiting and working, trying to get some dirt, and nobody's, get, nobody's jumping in. Everybody's very loyal, and the best thing they can say is you have a bald head and you make a lot of cookies. And how long have you been doing referee altogether? I started it's my 21st season overall. What? Yes. You are uh, born and raised here in San Diego. You went to Patrick Cranny High School? That's correct. And did you play sports there? Uh, tennis. 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 All four years of tennis. Nice. And what what would you consider yourself? Is If you are in the breakfast club at uh patrick henry to be the nerd the uh, jock I, the I was the nerd 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 yeah, brainiac get good grades what's that did you get good grades Got good grades okay yeah. good because yeah. the only thing worse than a nerd is a nerd <laughs> who gets bad grades because <laughs> nope. then you're not cool and you don't benefit <laughs> in life <laughs> no nope. so high school yeah e easy Going okay then uh you decided to go to college you go straight to ucsd went to ucsd yes. and, state in town uh, general biology General biology, yes. And tell me what happened with that. How'd it go? Uh, I went in there as a pre-med, wanted to get into sports medicine, and then uh, started working at SeaWorld, and okay. uh, suddenly realized it was a lot more fun going out and playing with lights and <laughs> technology entertainment than sitting in a lab. So are you still at SeaWorld? 
Uh, no. Okay. Well, I didn't think no. so. I just wanted no. to... I was there for so. 15 years. Though. Wow. And so. what did you do there? You're a technician? Tech- uh, lighting. Lighting controls. Tell me about some of the stuff you did. Uh, all the shows, any of the lights, all, all that, that like was me, Pro- program the lights, all the Shamu uh, show, all the, the dolphin shows. show. Uh, yep. Started running a spotlight and then just kept, kept my really? way up until every really? light there was under my control. Wow. Yeah. What about the Christmas lights? Christmas lights. We did the, on the tower. Yeah. All those. Yep. Wow. We did all those. Those, those are spectacular lights. <laughs> I mean, they, they really are. They're incredible. And what are, you, what are you doing now? What's your main job now? So my main job now is I do lighting control all over San Diego County. So okay. everything from a boring office building that needs lights turned on and off to some of the fun places um, like Petco Park. Oh. I control the lights at Petco. Now, when you say control the lights, is it programming it's, or is it manually we, on and we off? We go in programming. It, everything's digitally controlled. Okay. But... Like when they hit a home run or at the end of the game, if we win, yeah, all the lights start blinking on uh-huh. the field. You did all that? I programmed that to make that happen. Dude, that's awesome. What about the little uh, scrolling light on the bleacher thing that, you know, the, let's go Padres the, or whatever? A- anything on that, that's the video. So, nope, that was If it thing. lights up, lights, you did it. Lights at the top, yeah. Nice. So... Do you know anybody who can get me on the Jumbotron next time I go to a game? <laughs> do you do the Jumbotron? I, I don't do that. I, ah. again. <laughs> you don't know anybody? I, I know some of those guys in there. Okay. Yeah, so, All right. Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah. We'll work we'll, something we'll, out. We'll, we'll talk. Because <laughs> the motto of this show is, ask not what Tony on the mic can do for you, but what you can do for Tony on the mic. <laughs> Excellent. And now how long have you been at your current job? I've been with... So let's see. I've been at the current place for seven years now. Seven years and yeah. OCS o- OCS sliding and control out of Poway. What does that mean? What O'Connor that? Sales is where it came okay. from. Is that just a dude? Yeah, O'Connor, founder <laughs> of the company. Founder of the company. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. Smallish company. You get small. Some... There's about twenty-seven of us total. Okay, so that's, that's nice. It's... It really is nice. How to, compared to corporate life at SeaWorld and stuff, uh, what do you? Much different. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's different. a very diplomatic way to put it. <laughs> Uh, you are married? I am married, yes. Tell me uh, how and when you met your wife. My wife, Cherie, uh, we worked at SeaWorld together. Okay. So we Another worked, good thing from SeaWorld. We worked together for 11 years before we actually dated. Really? Yep. So we, now, we knew each other a long time. Were you da- Did you date anybody in that 11 years? No. Not at all? No. Wow. Did she? <laughs> uh, were I, you like biding your time <laughs> until she was available and then made your move? It, it was Turned on like, the charm? We... we it, there wasn't much there, and then, and then we started hanging out together, and uh-huh. sports is what brought us together. Okay. Uh, we uh, definitely had that bond, and we both had a passion for sports. And it says you started dating during March Madness? March Madness. Yeah, we got together, sat at Fred's in Old Town <laughs> on Thursday morning. We actually got him to open it up early for us, wow. turn on the games, nice. and saw the first game at 9, and we sat there in those same st- bar chairs until 10 they, that night they, they must have loved you unless you were ridiculously <laughs> idiotically drunk and they, spent a ton of money uh, maybe by the end of the night okay. but we, we did come back the next day okay and the next day and the next day so nice we definitely <laughs> rang up a tab so okay. we were okay right. we, we, uh, we took care of them they took care of us it was all right nice so no kids two dogs two dogs what kind of dogs yep there's some uh rescue pups that all right we got back when we were in denver so brought them down from did you live in Denver? We lived in Denver for four years. Oh. Yeah, spent four years in Denver. Oh, in between then and now? Yep. So oh. back from 2007 to 2011. Okay. What took you to Denver? Uh, just, it was after SeaWorld and cost of living yeah. around here. Yeah. And we got got out there, spent four years, and it was it was never home. Yeah. So yeah. We, we came, came back, back here, brought the dogs back. Nice. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> there is, it, it's, it takes a while to have a place be home it, it, it's a it was a beautiful place denver i loved nice. it out there it's a fun nice. atmosphere and everything yeah. but it just it wasn't san diego no so. no well nothing <laughs> so we made our way back here yeah yep. yeah nice now what does your wife do she's currently getting ready to take her real estate license exam oh so she's been studying for a while and nice it's coming up here in a couple weeks all right so you know if you get a little fixer upper yeah. under market mm-hmm. give me a shout <laughs> Uh, and I don't want just the one you post on your website and social medias. I want you know. You, you want the. I want the one right. I want the one that says, "We should buy this." Ah, let's let Tony buy it. <laughs> that's and I'll buy it for my kids because they're trying to buy houses in San Diego. That's not easy. Oh, <laughs> our neighbor around the corner sold for one point two million dollars. That is not. I'm not messing that up. And I'm thinking, there's no chance that 
any house I can see from my house from standing on a ladder <laughs> on my house should be worth anything near that. Yeah. But holy moly. Anyway, so uh, brought you back. Now, did you... When you moved back, how, did you have a job? Did you have something lined up? I, I was doing freelance lighting, so I was oh, actually okay. I was actually traveling across the country doing lighting controls. Wow, you got any cool stories anywhere you've been that was kind of cool? Oh, uh, if the I'll, answer's no, just say no. Not okay. really. I mean, okay. <laughs> I, I, I ended up in some weird places. All you know, everyone from New York to um, Columbus, Ohio, to some wow. weird. Now, when you went, place. neither of those places are all that weird. What? I said weird uh, places. It, it it's me just going and turning on a building, a lighting in a building. So it's not like wow. I got to go to an oh, exciting just, yeah, venue necessarily. Yeah, right. um, so when you so like security lights at night, parking lights, office lights on timers. What? Yes, all the above. Everything that. from the colored lights on the outside of a building to okay. just general lights inside. That's it's, a job. It's an industry. I didn't know until just now even existed. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, and there's just a lot of yeah. Turn and on and off lights. There's a lot of jobs out there like that. It's not that. Don't diminish it. Don't make it that easy because then anybody can do all, it. All I do is turn on and off a light. Right. That's all I do. I go. I fly to New York. I flip a switch. I get back on and the I plane. Come back, I, hey, lights on? Great. Good. <laughs> These lights come on. Tell me. I'll fly back out and turn them off. They should turn off about 9.15. I tell my customers that when I program their pool equipment. I'm like, if it's still running at like 9 or 10 at night, give me a call. Let me know what's up. Because all that's being automated now. Right. Everything in the pool business is being automated. Well, it's the same way. I mean, basically, my main job now, especially in California, energy yeah. conservation. Oh, yeah, yeah. So same we here. have to put the occupancy sensors, the daylighting yeah. sensors, and that's... Now, do you physically put them in, or do you plan for it? Uh, I draw it all out and then, to tell the electrician what they need. Okay. They put they, it in. We go program it. Nice. Nice. You want to do some uh, consulting around the house? Yeah, sure. See if we can we'll take a walk here. around. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I think that's good enough for your background. We're going to get into your career in the next segment coming up about a referee and there's a lot of questions i have a lot of things i want to hear um mainly about training and parent stories and fans and how the respect level has plummeted and um we're going to get into that we're going to get into your torture stories right after this break and we are back today referee brian mills now when i was a kid we always, I would learn to playfully hate the umpire, especially because Chicago, you know, baseball games, kill the umpire, boo. But it was always in fun. You know, it was, it was never, in, in youth sports and Little League in high school especially, there was hardly any vitriol aimed at the officials. Is it still like that? From the, <laughs> from the player's standpoint... Are they pretty good? The, the players are always great. Really? At most levels, awesome. the players... Most players have respect. Now, obviously, there's going to be right, of course, the, the handful that don't. Right. But, um, the players themselves, you come up and, and and they, you know, half the time they're going, "Oh yes, coach." If we say something, right, that's, right, that's right. what they know. It's the adult talking to them. And you do mostly high school, M- mostly high high school and junior college. In junior college, so you work the Friday Saturday Friday and Saturday combo. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And the, a... the, the uglier part, it, it, it like you'd mentioned, it's the parents. Yeah. It's a, yeah, um, I assume you have some stories of parents. Have you ever been like followed out to the parking lot or anything? There's only one time. Really, it's been a while. Okay, uh, it was a championship game for youth. Again, oh, of course, yeah. Uh, it's you know the big championship game. Yeah, the most important thing the that's ever important happened. One, you know, as soon as I throw the flag, hey, their kid's not going in the NFL anymore. Right, so, right. It's you've all cost, my fault. You've that, cost the scholarship. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we basically at the end of the game. And it wasn't a close game. It was not. Blowout. It was a blowout. Yeah. And those parents were upset. And four of us are leaving the field. Parents are coming out to the parking lot. There was a sheriff out there, and luckily he helped. Wow. Had to even intercede as they're just screaming things to us. Wow. And the uh, losing team, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. They oh, got yeah. blown. But out. it was because it was our fault. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But, that we did that. So. You know, and it's funny. I try. It's my daughter, Isabella, her job was to tell me when I'm being that dad. <laughs> so when I'm watching a game, and I like to think, we all do, that I'm objective, reasonably right. objective. And and I think I'm more objective than I, you know, I broadcast. I, you know, I announce the games at the stadium for Grossmont Correct. and for SDSNL, uh, All-Star Games and various other things like that. So I like, and I always try and keep it 
you know, of course, you're pumping up the home <laughs> team, but you're you're trying to be fair and you're trying to call it because they're kids, they're right. high school kids, they're youth kids, and you're trying to make sure everybody gets their moment in the sun. And I want to try and pronounce their name right. And if they make a nice run or tackle or throw or block, I want to say that so they'll have that moment, you know. And some kids get millions of those moments <laughs> you know and, but some kids don't get hardly any so i try and do no matter what team is playing or where and i try and give it you know an objective slant but i've noticed that parents are not always objective it, and it's a passion i mean hey that's the fan a fan is yeah. you know Fanatic. that's what they do right. they get yeah. out there they get <laughs> passionate and no matter what they do their team should be right winning they should win and i get that um a lot of fans, I mean, sometimes it's funny for us to hear because they'll yell something out that's a rule or something they think is right. They don't write. <laughs> and you just go, not to, or not today, you know, on right. Sunday, yeah, sure. That, right, that right. would happen. Hey, yeah, that's great. Yeah. But today, that's funny. this is not Anthony, the rule. Anthony got tackled. I was announcing at Grossmont, and Anthony got, he was running, and he slid, and the guy just buried him. Now, I don't know if they've changed this rule since then, but there was no slide protection at that time. But we'd been wa- Is there now? There is, is yes. Okay. We're, we're going to take but, care of that now. Okay. Oh, is that a new rule? A fairly new <laughs> yeah, rule? Newer. Okay. Because yeah. when he did, and then he slid, and he got buried. I mean, the guy just pounded him, which I thought was kind of a shitty thing to do. But um, and, I, and I said on the mic, whoa, guess there's no slide protection in high school. <laughs> kind of dogging the ref saying, you must have missed the call. White Hat looked straight up at me and shook his head no. I said, oh. All right. There's no. <laughs> so I learned that rule. Have you ever felt like you missed? A... I mean, I'm sure you've missed a call. Every, every human. Definitely. Has... We all we yes, all have. Every human has made yes. mistakes. Missed a call. Do you ever feel like you've cost a team a game? And don't give me the cliche. Uh, they had three quarters. <laughs> you know, do you think late in the game that you made a call that may have affected the outcome of the game? There definitely have been some games where I walk away going. Ouch! Yeah. Oh, really? Man, what? what? And, and and then it grates on you because it's like, well, yeah. was was it? You know? Yeah. What did I do? What did? What? Now, and, do you review film? Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and that's the biggest thing. I mean, we're the biggest critics. As much as you think people are yelling at us in the stands, mm-hmm. we go home, and we're gonna criticize ourselves beyond belief. Yeah. And um, now on stuff that you don't even, you guys, no one else in the stands even oh, knew happened. It. I know what happened. But. We're gonna they t- don't know. Peasants yeah. don't know, but I know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, a perfect, yesterday at a scrimmage. Okay. I was at Southwestern College. We have a scrimmage. We have a play. It's going. We have an offsides. Play runs out. They gain, I, th- I think, well, it turns out they gained about eight yards. Okay. Well, I didn't, I wasn't, we messed up. Okay. We didn't know, <laughs> hey, where's the end of the run? We just went, we enforced the penalty. Oh. So we gave them f- five-yard five penalty yards. and a first down. Right. We screwed them out of two yards. Okay. To us, that's a big deal. Yeah. We went back. I had a 10-minute conversation with the crew after the game. After the game. That's going to be part of our pre game next week. But to anyone in the stands, they have no clue what happened there. Uh, the coaches anything? Uh, he did at first. Mm-hmm. And then. I mean, it was a scrimmage, so I'm sure they're not going to get. It's a scrimmage. Yeah. But at the same thing, I mean, that's how we criticize ourselves like that on a regular basis. Yeah. We pride ourselves on getting it right. See, that's- I think that's what people lose. I think, you know, and another thing is every quarterback throws a bad pass or makes a bad read. Every defensive lineman misses a sack or a tackle or doesn't fill the right gap. Every cornerback blows a coverage. Every linebacker right. misses a tackle. Every coach makes a bad play call. But if an official makes a mistake, that's your job. That's your only job is to get that right. You know, bad. yeah, we could have 180 plays in a exactly. game. Yeah, we get 179 of them, nail them perfect. We yeah. miss one, yeah, it's all right. our fault. And it's every play, yeah. offense, defense, special teams. It's the same guys out there the whole time. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm pro official. Just so you know, I am on the record as being pro. And you are one of the few. It's the kind of yes. thing you know. When we go out there, when we take the field, whether on high school, there's five of us out there. There's, right. there's five of us in that stadium that, that care about us. Yeah, <laughs> no one else does. <laughs> we we might have one other person. You up in the <laughs> right? <laughs> He's like, oh, I talked to that guy once. We're good, <laughs> right? Well, it's it is funny because when I do the announcement and I try and announce all the officials 
early in the fourth first quarter right. and i'm like come on guys before you get mad at him let's give a big round of applause <laughs> you know and i read all the names sometimes i give them nicknames like i'll call them the avengers also you know tom iron man smith and bob <laughs> captain america blah 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 you know and just do something silly like that but it it doesn't matter parent and parents take it so personally they think you're screwing their kid. They think you have money on the game on the other team, or it. it I mean, the funniest, funniest things that I have, like from the parents are yelling, especially youth games. Yeah. You go back to the youth games. You know, those parents are yelling at, and, and I'm talking to the kids because it's great. The kids are fun to talk right. to on the field. Oh heck, because yeah. they're having a good old time. They're playing. Even these youth kids, you know, they're looking up. I'm asking them, you know, what are they doing? Are you going to the pool after the game? Right, right. You know, and they're they'll turn up to me. Are we winning? <laughs> Yeah, you know, they have no clue, but their yeah. parents over here just yeah yelling and screaming at me. Yeah. It's, it's like okay, let's keep going, let's have fun out here. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And then <clears throat> I was really good at baiting officials, and <laughs> but I would always do it like like at basketball. I would say something like, "That's not a foul, that's a felony," or you know, "Hey, which kid is your number wearing?" But I'd make eye contact with the official, give him a little smile and a wink, and the people around me, you know. I would let everybody know it's it's just all in fun, but I'm telling you, people get heated. What made you want to get into refereeing? Never had thought about it, but I'm sitting at a Charger game. Had a friend who uh, worked at Qualcomm, so got, nice. got us into a couple games. Nice. Uh, I'm you... sitting there, and I always loved football. Mm -hmm. I, I never played it, but just sure. always had a passion for it. So I'm sitting there talking to talking to the people around me, and this guy in front of me says, "Have you ever thought about being an official?" No. <laughs> who, who would do who would right. do something like that? Right. <laughs> so, you know, and, and we talked a little bit more through the rest of the game. He said, "Hey, you know, if you ever think about it, you know, here's a number." And sure enough, what do I do? I I look into it a little farther when I get home from the game, and start. Oh, okay. There's some meetings I go to. Okay, I'll go test this out and see what it's all about how well do you think you knew the rules when you first went i mean as a, i i was a football fan of I, course. I i knew the rules you knew all the rules this is, this is easy <laughs> didn't no it's amazing how many things and, and you know we, we'll grab new officials that have been coaching for years that right played for years right and, and they said oh i know all I, the rules I, right no, there's a lot of rules out there. Yeah. No one knows them until they join our club. Until you try, right, <laughs> until you try and learn. It's funny because I'm up in the booth and I'll they'll make – and I know most of your – I know your offsides, your procedure, your encroachments, pass interference, things like that. But every now and then somebody will uh, make a hand signal. Like, what's what's this penalty? Uh, I'm making we got illegal substitution. Illegal. So, okay. So, so we illegal have 12 men on the defense over I here. I call that the Pledge of Allegiance penalty because <laughs> <laughs> they do that. And then now what's – and I'm, I'm mimicking some of these calls and he's even – Ineligible downfield. Ineligible. Okay. I call that the there's a bug on my head penalty. <laughs> it's, and <laughs> it's a, I'm mimicking because the, the referees – and then all the – it's funny because the, the fans will look up to me like – and I try and get it right. And I have a chart. But sometimes it's going really fast and, you know, I just try and hear and do what I can. But I tell you, if you think you know the rules, you probably don't. Uh, not all of them. I mean, we all know most of the basics, but you probably don't know. What's a what's a really obscure rule that you may have called or been in a position to have to explain to someone? Or what's a uh, often misinterpreted, either one? I think some of them especially, because a lot of the rules are fairly basic, but right. when they happen or how it happens now, the exceptions start adding uh -huh. to things. So if we have a change of possession okay. or on a kicking play or on some of these things, we take a normal foul or uh, if, if we have it, if we have a uh, change of possession, so we have an interception, and now the defense, while they've got the ball, commits a foul. Or and and we had a foul by the offense before that change before of possession. Before the turnover, people go, "Oh, they should just offset." Well, right. Because we had two fouls on the play. Well, no, because defense got got the ball in with clean hands is what we call it because okay. they didn't foul. So now they have the option; they can decline oh, the, the offensive penalty, penalty. Right. they can accept their they can say okay I'll, you can back us up from our penalty right. we'll, and we'll, we get to keep the ball we'll decline the holding right. but we'll accept the block in the back during the return right. or whatever and, and keep we the get ball. to hang on to it 
So uh-huh. so there's some things like that. People go, wait, no, why aren't you offsetting just penalties. offsetting that? Or, yeah. or the other thing is that all comes to live ball penalties of so when the ball's in play. So, But if there's a, a live ball penalty and a dead ball penalty, so if you pile on after the end of the okay. play, we're going to always tack that on afterwards. So let's say you, you know, have a holding no, let's make it our defensive holding. You have a defensive yeah. holding, and then there's a tackle, and then the defensive guy is a late hit after the whistle. You would then march off so 10 for the holding. For the holding, and then and we're going to add on that dead so ball after. 25 yard. Right. Woo. But, it, but if it was, you know, one team has the live ball and one team has the dead ball, oh, a lot no. of people go, oh, they should offset again. Right. And right. So, so there's little things like that. that okay. The scenario. Offensive holding, defensive, dead ball penalty. Yeah, so so we're gonna march the ten offense. yards back and now go fifteen yards forward. Okay. So. All right, I got it. I I could be an official now. Yeah, you got it. I, <laughs> it's just that easy. Uh, do you remember your early days uh, doing high school? Oh yeah. Yeah. Tell yeah. me, tell me about something back then, back in the day. And were you were you, ner- are you do you still get nervous? Still get nervous. Really? Still game day. You know. Leading up on a Thursday night, getting excited. Hey, we're going out for Friday night. Nice. And, you know, you get to the field. I still get those butterflies. You okay. know, like, okay, yeah, you know. Nice. There, there's pressure, again. Oh, absolutely. There, there's pressure on us. And, and I put the pressure on myself of, hey, I I, I need to do this thing right. And right. now as a crew chief, I need to make sure my crew, I've got to work all week to get my crew to the place where they're going to do what they need to do right. Um, so, yeah, so... Again, we, we, we go back to say, you know, my first year, you know, I'm sitting there in classes and I'm starting to learn these rules. Well, again, I, I'm after that first week, I'm going, wow, there's a lot of rules. I'm like, but we <laughs> and go, where did you start? Do you start at high school? Do you start JV, you, freshman? Uh, you start at youth, uh, youth football, but okay. the first time you're going to step on the field uh-huh. is going to be a, a, a scrimmage, usually either freshman JV okay. scrimmage, right. usually. Um, my first time stepping on a field was at Helix High School. Okay. Uh, and I get up there. We've, you know, first time we're in a uniform. We're on Were the, you a side judge or what was your position? Uh, at was that your... point, usually we start as a flank, as flank, a flank official. Okay. So usually the headlinesman. So I'm sitting there on the side. Now, wait, f- flank is different than a side judge? Uh, or is it? The... Yeah, yeah. So so the flanks is going to be a headlinesman and a line judge. Okay. Uh, so si- a side, side judge is actually when you have seven men. So in college, okay. Oh, okay. they're going to be okay. deep. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, so you're a flank. Yep. Gotcha. So, so we're sitting there at flank. So I'm on the line of scrimmage. And at that time, during scrimmages, and especially first year, you've got 20 people lined up on the side. So you right. step right. up, take your spot, take right. a snap. And you got lots of people telling you, you right. know, do this, do this, <laughs> do this. And your mind's just spinning around you got all these and you're just like what am i looking at you know the kid hands off the ball running back starts coming my way does a sweep takes off down the field i'm a i get about 20 yards down the field he's 80 yards down in the touchdown i just (laughs) go this is not for me how am i gonna do this what what am i doing and as i look around and one of my instructors goes that kid's special He's like, that's Reggie Bush. Oh, so you couldn't keep up with him? I couldn't keep up with him. <laughs> still can't. No, never. You, you give me a 60-yard cushion, I probably still couldn't keep Gotta up. Gotta lose the 100, but, right? <laughs> but it's it's one of those things where some of these kids, they are special out there. And they're yeah. they're impressive. They yeah. they will. Now, do you feel, how old are you, if you don't mind me? I'm 48. 48. And you feel like you can still get around pretty good? I got feel like i can still move all right yep. now if reggie bush is running a sweep you're going to be closer to <laughs> <laughs> i might get an extra five yards though right uh, you might start running they have the have the uh offensive coordinator tip you off hey by the way we're, we're coming your sweep. way right like, and you can just start, start running going. down <laughs> the the biggest thing and, and a lot of it you know a lot of people that's actually some questions that people ask you know hey look at the nfl all these old guys that are out right. there what are they doing so much of what we teach out there is how do you get in position to see what you need to see? Yeah. Cause you don't have to be faster than the kid. Yeah, you good. just have to anticipate, know what he's probably going to do. Right. And get to a place where you can see it. So 
and and in the NFL they have more officials, so you don't have they the, have some more. But but right. essentially, it's it's the same thing. It's 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 all about our mechanics of what are we looking at, where do we need to, where's our vision going to go? Okay, so speaking of Reggie Bush, who is obviously special, do you any other athletes stick out to you in the past that you go that kid? And maybe didn't necessarily get to the pros or whatever. It doesn't have to be Reggie Bush. But, I mean, Reggie Bush in high school was... <laughs> he was special. He was special. <laughs> yes, that's that's a good word. Anybody else stand out in his? You remember there was anybody? this Anthony Lawrence kid. Oh, who, uh, he played. <laughs> did you do any Grossmont games? I, I with, think... When Anthony played? I, I don't think I ever did a game when he played there. Okay. I, I don't remember. I... I, I I remember I worked one of uh, his scrimmages yeah, at USD. At USD. Um, but I think when he was in high school, I don't think I ever had a varsity game of his when okay. he was playing. Did you, uh, oh. did you do Grossmont games? I mean, did we you, did Gross. Yeah, we could do. Yeah. So do you know Tom, Tom Carlo? Did he? We know Co- Coach Carlo, yeah. Tell, tell me about – Tom's a good friend of mine. I say it in all <laughs> sincerity, and I would love for you to just rip him right now. But <laughs> – <laughs> but, uh, on the radio meter, where does where does Tom on it, zero is like you and me sitting around a table, ten is the Hulk who just you know has to fight. He, he was definitely up high on that meter on the rage on that radio meter. meter. Oh. <laughs> uh, there there are some coaches that are easier to work with, and some uh-huh. that you know going into a game that you got to strap it up. You're, you're going to have to make sure you're and be aware of what you got over there on the sideline. <laughs> Um, percent and again, are, and I, I, Tom, if you listen, he does listen from time to time. Um, are there coaches besides Tom that when you hear you're doing school X Y Z, you're just like, oh, there's a handful. That, yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, right now, it's still out there. Like that. There, you, there's a, there, there's and there's always going to be those. And, right. And, and you know, you get to a school and, and up until that first kickoff. Those coaches are some of the nicest guys right. you ever met. Right. You know, we can have a great conversation with them that that first kickoff, and oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> and then after the game, are are they usually fairly? We're ready? gone after the game. Oh, so. do you just leave? Is that just policy? You guys yeah, just leave we, and don't talk. At about the it. end of the game, there's nothing else. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's the nothing good from anyone right. coming right. out of anything. <laughs> <laughs> So that's interesting. Is that and that? Do you teach that? Do you say as soon as the game's over, just leave? Game is over. Get off the. We, we want to yeah. get off the field. Yeah. No, that's if, if coaches have issues that, that they have a, a place to go to, they channel, can talk right. to our supervisors, and we'll we'll hear any of those complaints. So has anyone morning. ever complained about you to an official? Oh yeah. I mean, to well, like your uh, superior, so or whatever. The, whatever a, the a lot of it is, you know, they're, they're going to send it in their tape. They're right. going to say, hey, you know, we got screwed on this call. And and that's a lot of how we learn. It's right. you know those videos come in, and I just go to our supervisors. They're looking at them. We got a great group of guys that'll break it down, and then I get I get a call as the crew chief and say, "Hey Brian, tell me about what happened here." I'm gonna give my explanation. We may even talk to the covering official. Mm-hmm. And now, then, that was my next question. Like if you're the crew chief and you kicked a call. That's the end of. It. I mean, you talk about it and try to learn from. It, we right? talk. And yeah. what if it's a someone in your crew? Then do you sit down with them, or does it? Yes, I mean that's that's my job. Then at that point, right. it's it's again, it's a learning experience. Every week we get our game film. I got game film from my scrimmage on Friday night. How'd you so do? I haven't that. Oh, I haven't looked, looked at, at it yet. yet. Okay. <laughs> so, so my general thing is usually it's a Sunday evening is when okay. I start digging into my game films. Okay. But I'll I'll go through it. We'll see what we missed. What we could have done better. And I'll be talking with our crew about that. Yeah. Do you have coaches who think that you're out to, to get them? Like, is there any coaches who always think, I mean, and I don't mean you personally, although you personally would be a more riveting story, but someone who, oh, it's, I'm going to say Helix because that's our rival. You know, oh, we always get screwed over here at Helix, even though they recruit from the whole county and to get whatever players they want and don't have to follow the same. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there, again, you know, the, the coach's mentality, hey, we're going to win this game. Right. If there's anything going against them, it's probably my fault. Right. In their eyes is the first way they're going. Hmm. Uh, so, so, yeah, I mean, they, they probably come in thinking that I'm out to get them. Um, 
our biggest job is to work with them. It, you know, throughout the game, we're talking to the coaches, the assistant coaches, and trying to help them. You know, starting pregame, if we come out, the reason we walk around is to see what are the players doing. Yeah, are they lining up wrong right now? Is there something right. we can say? Hey, hey you need watch, to right. You need nice. to do this, or if hey, look, you know, when you when the game starts, we need to do this. Now, um, when I was in Pop Warner coaching. They would always ask, "Do you have any trick plays or trick formations?" Uh, is, do you, is you still go up in high school? I, I ask that at every level. Really? And I, if a coach can give me a a truthful answer, makes life so much better for all of us. Yeah. If you've got a trick play, and you show me that play, yeah. when you start to run it, I know I can right. anticipate. I go, right. "Oh, hey, this is the one where they're going right. to do this and this and this." Um, the other thing is because so many coaches love to think something up and, right. and go, well, if we do this, is this legal? Well, thanks for asking. At least if you asked me before right. the game, right. I can tell you, I can say, no, if you line Let's, up this way, no, you can't right. take Throw this it to guy him here or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it gives us the opportunity to talk together and, and be aware and yeah. inform the coach of what is legal and illegal. Um, but also if, the coach tells me that my pregame with him now i can share with my yeah rest of my crew watch they might run a what? swinging gate right. or something and yep. be aware of it right yeah uh, do you find coaches want to try and keep a secret th to surprise there, everybody there there's a lot of coaches that will tell us up front hey we're going to do this yeah yeah coming yeah. into an extra point we're going to go into a swinging gate we're going to do this and right. this is what we're looking for then there's other coaches. Oh no, we don't have any special plays. We're going straight up. And what do they and do? Then, like right, second right. play of the game, they come <laughs> yeah. out in this weird formation. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's just, coach, that's not helping anyone out right. here. It's not if you don't tell me anything. Yeah. So. And I wonder if they think you're 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 gonna tip off the other team. I mean, I wonder what would be the hesitance to tell an official, hey. These are two formations we might run and show them a white, show you a whiteboard or something, and and just say, just so you know, he he tr traditionally might be ineligible, but we're going to back him up so he is eligible. You might know, like tackle eligible is a big one, right? And a lot of it really helps us because we're we have to make all these yeah oh, choices yeah. decisions within seconds. So you know when you come out in a lineup, I have to start picking up. Okay, here's what the possibilities are can happen. Go through my head. If you're telling me up front, hey, this is what's going to happen. Now I don't have to. Th I go, oh, he's he is good. I don't even have to think about it because right, I right, know right. ahead. You know the formation. We're, yeah. we're good. So you take one little part of judgment out of my pocket. Yeah. Hey, and it would just it's helping. I don't know. It. I've noticed. I'm in a couple different coaches forums, and I've noticed a very confrontational approach to referees it's not definitely not a respectful give and take and it's not a supportive coalition where we can work together it's become them against us and it's like all the coaches against the referees and it's like if you got cheated if something hurt you that means it helped the other team so everybody can't be getting screwed every game it's a funny world and i completely give all credit to coaches because you know coaches they don't have an easy job by any means. You know, I, I go out there on the field. I work a game. I'm done. I don't have to see those kids again. I don't have right. to deal with the parents. I don't have to deal right. with the administration. The coaches, all week long, they, they have to deal with all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, but also, all week long, they are the ones in charge of everything that happens in that team. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. They make every, every decision. Every yeah. decision is theirs. Once I step on the field... You're in charge. I'm in charge for a couple hours. Right. And, and, and there's <laughs> some coaches that have a harder time accepting that, that yeah. someone else is there to make a decision for them. Yeah. No, that's that's interesting because I, I really wish we could have, and this is way beyond the scope of what I can do, a better relationship starting in youth sports. When I was in Little League as a player back in the 70s, uh, I remember – one dad in particular on one team would would yell at the officials would kind of be in the stands and be that prototypical dad uh or what we consider now you know that dad in quotes and now every team in every sport on every level i mean this is one one dad in the whole league this is from t-ball to majors i remember the one kid and i remember the kid would always hang his head and be embarrassed and the parents couldn't get through that 
they're not helping their kids succeed by blaming the coach and blaming the referee and screaming at everybody. They're hindering everything. Everyone, right. You know, everything. So it's the the genesis of the modern day sports parent is 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 sad. And I think it's leading to one of the reasons we have a dearth of officials. I think that that we're splitting up games now because we don't have enough officials. We're going to talk about how to get more officials and how anyone listening can become an official. We're going to talk about that in the next segment. So we're going to take another break, and then we're going to come back and talk about how we can have better relationships with coaches and parents and get more officials and get better pay and more respect and live happily ever (laughs) after in our sports world. My guest, Brian Mills, CIF official, crew chief, and uh, also JC. Are you JC crew chief as well? Yes. Okay, and... Do you want to go up? Are you trying to do NFL games? This is where I'm going to end up. Yeah, okay. Now, I already announced the break, but it's all right. Uh, <laughs> when on the, if I wanted to become an NFL referee, is this how I start? This I mean, how, you're going to start at the youth football level. Okay. Then you go to high school. Then you work your way up to high school. You work your way up through junior college. Okay. Start at Division three, Division two, Division one, right? And then that's some point as you start getting up so after the junior college level right basically you're going to camps and clinics and you're trying out you're you're you're, you're, you're trying out you're going out you're getting in front of people and then it's the waiting game it's the in order to move up it starts from the top so you know five to seven nfl officials retire okay that means over the country right over all the divisions of d1 football right seven officials are going to move up somewhere yeah okay now you know that just trickles down so it's i was was trying to explain that same thing about quarterbacks because everybody had to tell us anthony should just go try out for cleveland or quarterback (laughs) terrible i'm like do you understand that's not how it works there are 96 jobs in the world as an nfl quarterback three per team 32 teams 96 jobs of those 48 minimum stay the same year year after year so Take 10 more that get drafted who are going to get spots. 10 people who had played before and are on practice squads who come back. That leaves about 18 to 20 opportunities for every human being on the planet who wants to play quarterback. It's a tight pyramid. And and the NFL officials is the same. It's the same. I think 127 officials, I believe, is what that number is. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. uh, That's all there is. So, yeah. So, yeah. Now, NFL officials are full-time now, right? Or are they still part-time? There are some. There, oh, there are. A, it's only a small handful. But, okay, for, but I remember that that was a, kind of a, a sticking thing. with That that was. But, yeah, for the most part, they're, part-time? Uh, every official's part-time. Yeah, that's insane. Football. In a multi-billion dollar organization <laughs> like NFL and NCAA, yep. you know, they should make enough money so they don't have to have another job. And in the off-season, they should do, which I'm sure they do anyway, camps and clinics which, and stuff Which like that's that. what everyone's doing. Yeah, and it, yeah, even during the season, it's it's more than a full-time hours-wise that they're right. putting in. Right. Okay, for real, we're going to take a break this time, and we're going to talk about <laughs> how to become a referee, why you should become a referee, and mostly why you should be nicer to the referees that are out there. My guest, Brian Mills, and I will be back shortly. And we are back talking football with Brian Mills, CIF crew chief. Done a couple state CIF games. That, yeah, I've got the opportunity to do a couple games. That's fantastic. Was a very and, fun experience. And were the parents any better? No, no. <laughs> were the coaches any better? No. Okay. But uh, you know, you, you get up there and now you're talking, you know, the elite of the elite yeah. of the team. So yeah, yeah it, it's a fun experience to get awesome. at that place where you've got the teams that are a complete team and have made it that far. So Yeah. So we're talking about coaches and talking about respect. We want to fill the referee ranks, the officials ranks. So I sign up and is it paid at all at like Pop Warner level? It and, is paid every okay. game after, you are going to get paid. So okay. coming out, you go to your first game as a as a Pop Warner. You're going to get, I believe, it's at sixty six dollars a game right now. Okay, and the games are a couple hours. A Couple hours, and yeah. generally you're going to work at least two games on a Saturday. So okay, you're going to walk out of there one hundred and twenty plus dollars. Yeah, yeah. keeping shape, running around. Get, you're running around. Get to be right close to the game you love. You get the best seat in the house by yeah. far. 
So then, I've been a Pop Warner ref now for two years. I think I'm pretty good. I want to, I want to try and get on the high school. So and what's that step? So what's going to happen is you're going to be assigned Pop Warner games, and then depending on what our need is, in if you're doing really well, you might hey you might get a freshman game. Okay. You within, might within two years, five years, ten years. What's the typical? Within one year at this really? point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, we're we're at a we're at a at an impasse right now. Right. We, we don't have a lot of bodies. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you may you may as as you're doing well, we're gonna put you someplace. We're gonna see it. Hey, can you handle it as a freshman level? And then you start as a flank. You start as yep. a line. And uh, generally, we're is gonna, there a hierarchy uh, within the crew? Generally, on the fl- one of the flanks, generally the head linesman is where that first spot's going to go. Okay, h- hanging out with the chains. Okay, um, and then after two years, you, you become certified. So if you two years of high school, two well, two years in the association. Okay, pop Warner pop, included. Mainly okay. pop Warner. Okay, lower gotcha. level. Gotcha. High school. If you're anywhere, you're, if you're good, the, there, we have some first year guys who've been doing some. Ver- some part well last year who were doing varsity games too wow. because again we were the shortage and they right. were showing that they could right so we're gonna fill someone in there um but after two years uh in the association if you've been to your meetings you're and showing up to games and doing these games yeah. um you're gonna become certified and now are you graded at that point yet i mean when i say great or evaluated you're evaluating every game the crew chief is evaluating you okay so we're giving feedback directly after the game we're saying hey here's the things you need to work on okay to help help get you to that next game once after those two years you become certified and what we do is as crew chiefs we have a draft every year really Yep. So we go into a room and we have everyone's name on a big board. Those ratings from all that all those crew chiefs right, have given right. you, and we go and we select our four crew members that we so want. So you with us. you pick you pick. I pick. We and, go around in a draft. We right. draw numbers. Who's going to draft well, first? Like, like fancy football. It's exactly like that. We go down and is it snake draft? It is okay. <laughs> so we're, we're going to go up and down and so, so now let me, again. This is fascinating. I had no idea. You, when you when I drafted little league teams, especially I drafted kids I liked and teachers I liked <laughs> first, and are not teachers. I drafted kids I liked and parents I liked first, and talent second, and then there was a stay away from list. Do you have similar rank? Like, do you all, have guys you'll never draft no matter what? All, all that's yeah, that's all. You figure it's going to go across the board that way. There's right. and and. All, you know, obviously, I want the best crew I can have right. out there with me. But there's right. some people, maybe personality right. conflicts. Maybe I worked a game and he, we didn't get along well or right. something. But pretty much, I'm going to go and we all talk about it as crew chiefs. So, hey, who do you, you know, right. where are you at? And there's fighting over, you know, people. Ah. Hey, what? <laughs> that sounds like a little league draft. <laughs> uh, and, and what we do make it is so that you can't draft the same person twice. So if Anyone I had oh, on my really? crew, anyone who was on my crew last year, I'm not eligible to draft them this year. Any of them, any of those four. In any I, I can next year or any right. future year, but this year, wow. So that way okay. we can't. We're gonna right. we're gonna mix it up, which right. gives everyone a good chance yes. to learn. Yep, is our biggest thing because yeah. everyone's gonna that. learn a little differently with everyone. So yeah, I'm gonna go out there, and part of it is if I get someone in the first round. Well, maybe my choice for the second round. Well, how is that person going to interact? Right, right. So, so now it's that big puzzle of how do I get five of us that are going to be great out there on the field? I had no idea there was a draft. Yep. That's fascinating. How many teams are there? We have crews, th- I guess? This year we have 30 crew chiefs. 30 crew chiefs. Okay. Right. Is that enough to cover every Friday no. night? No. No. We are, how many games we are, are there? short. So... Um, I believe like the first week of the season coming up here next week, I think there's 39 games on a Friday wow. night or now we're going to be, be 39 right games. We, we have our 30 crew chiefs. We have with some people who aren't available for the draft. So there are some people, um, who can't commit to, you know, being right. drafted the whole time. So there are a, like more, there's more certified bodies right. so we can get about another two crews together. Okay. So we can cover about 34 games. Okay. Now the other thing is we we'll do double headers. So you know if there is some of the the afternoon, yeah, varsity game and it's seven o'clock, then okay, now that's one more we can pull off. Right. 
but we've had to go back to CIF this year and say, okay, hey, like this week, it, right? <laughs> tell tell me which five teams are are not going to play on Friday night, right? And unfortunately, you can't have five. Got to have six. Well, well ten, what, guess, whatever right. that actual right. number, I because yeah. I, I don't know the. <laughs> well, I guess numbers. there could be an odd number of teams. Yeah. I guess it's. Yeah. <laughs> but but basically, yeah. So there's some. You know, in two weeks, I've got a Saturday afternoon game, varsity game, um, which would not have happened. Wow. So this week we start. This week? This yeah, week? Yeah. yeah this, com- uh, this coming Friday is... I'm putting together the walkout music and stuff, getting ready for Grossmont's Friday night. <laughs> we open at home. Always fun. Come check out Tony on the mic at Grossmont High School. Uh, so, all right. So now we have a high school 30, 30 crew chiefs? 30 crew chiefs. And... Let's say half of how many want to move up? Do you think how many want to do college? Right now, I forget the actual. I think we have about thirty to thirty-five, probably thirty to forty people in our college because we have college meetings here locally. Okay. Yeah. Um, when we have a mix, so we have. Wish I knew all the answers here for you, no, uh, but estimates fine. Estimate, but you but to give you some of it, uh, so we have probably. Probably about 15, 16 that are working junior college out of our association. Okay. But then we have come into all these meetings, and they come to our high school meetings, too, is we have active D1 officials. Okay. So we have a good handful, you know, in the Pac-12 and the Mountain West, uh, Big Sky. The interesting thing to me is is the level of progression. And, okay, we talked about being 96 quarterbacks and 127 referees. But 127 referees, you might lose 10 a year, maybe, if they retire. Because right. you can be a referee for 20 years. Right. You can't be a – unless you're Tom Brady. <laughs> you can't be a player for 20 years. You know, So that's a tight thing. Uh, the upward mobility of trying to work on Sundays is, is just interesting. So, you, so JC then, then just – I'm sure. What's the next step? Wouldn't be D one necessarily. Would it just be college? It, it and would then Division three. Oh, so, so there are there, there are specific stuff like it, like minor league baseball almost like right. AAA, so here it, down in, in Southern California, it, it's the Sky Act. The S C I A C is okay. a, is another S D I S C I A C S C I A C. And what does that stand for? Southern California interesting it, it, athletic, athletic something. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Independent, maybe. Uh, intercollegiate. Intercollegiate. I don't. Know. Intercollegiate? Okay. I don't know. Uh, but but yeah. So basically, there there, there are those progressions. Um, so as we start getting up, you know, here, we're very lucky here in San Diego, and we've got, like I said, we have that handful of officials. We have two active NFL officials really? that are actually in our association that right are now. current NFL or that are current NFL. Shut up. And one of them actually teaches our first year class. Really? So if you signed up today and came. You would be instructed by an NFL official. Okay, I want to do a series. I'm 100 percent serious of going, and it may be too late to do it this year. But but being an official, going through and doing, I, I don't want to actually get on the, a game, of course. But like go and do a pop Warner scrimmage, and maybe a, a high school scrimmage, and just throw on the stripes and try and keep up and get mic'd and everything like that. You think that's something we could we, ha- make we, happen? We can make that happen somehow. Yeah. All right, we will, we're going to make, we'll make this year, you think? We'll, we'll talk. We'll, All right. We'll let's try and make that happen. Because right. I think that'd be fun and interesting. You know, I think it's a lot like, like the police when they say, try this simulator where you have to make a split-second decision. And I think by putting yourself in that position, it just it, creates a little better balance and a little right. bit different mindset. And I think we should make all the coaches do this. All the coaches <laughs> should have to go through the referee training. And <laughs> okay, so what's the number one reason that you hear that refs quit? Um, it, it's been interesting because it, you know, it used to be when I first started. Basically, these guys guys would go forever. Sure, never right. <laughs> it was. Um, now it's everything from you know a lot of people moving jobs okay so okay okay, hey right you moved out of town um a lot of them are starting to get frustrated with pay you know what's the pay at high school if you don't uh we get up i think it's 75 at a varsity jv level and 86 at a varsity level 
So it's not a lot to put up without abuse. It's not a lot. And over the years, we get you know every year we get might get one dollar raise or something like that. Effect. So um, is it scaled? Every official gets the same thing, or it, is, it, is it seniority? It, Do you it, it's pure. It's purely by the levels you're working in. The, okay. The youth, a freshman, JV, or varsity. Okay. Uh, uh, JC, uh, they get more. A JC, yeah, gets okay. more. Uh, the white hat, he gets an extra dollar. Wow, so that's that's how much you know. <laughs> See, that's insane to me. There's got to be a better way. And, and there is, and and there's places working on it. If you look at the Southern Conference, so basically up in the LA area, uh-huh. they did a big, huge change, and within three years, they're going to make twice what we make down here. What? Yeah. Wow. So, so we're going to lose referees to Orange it, County. We're, and... we're already starting, and, th- and that's part of it right now. Any yeah. of those people up in that northern area right now of Sa- San Diego County, you know, sometimes they would work some some of those games up there. But now, it's hey, they can make twice as much money if they of go. Of course, there. yeah. Um, now, where does that money does it come out of the CIF budget? Where does that money come from? How, when it, you negotiate it that? De- it depends on the district. Or dis- yeah, yeah. It, it's through CIF. Okay. Um, but part of it. It depends on the districts and things. Some come from the ASB budget. Some come from the school budget. Uh-huh. Um, but so but these... it's all arranged through the San Diego CIF is where our contract comes in. Okay. So if you guys decided you wanted 10 bucks more a game and you said, we're not coming out, I don't want to say strike, but some leverage, then team 10 bucks times five people – that's fifty bucks a game times ten per games game, times ten games. or, or per not, school for per, per school per, they're only right, get five right, games so right doesn't so two hundred fifty like, bucks doesn't seem like a whole lot no all right I'm gonna work on that there we go so okay I'm gonna work on that <laughs> I'm gonna solve this whole thing see I'm gonna Someone be can help us master. out yeah <laughs> ask not what you can do for Tony on the mic but what Tony on the mic can do but, for you so so the other thing is other sports when you ask where these officials are going is oh. you know a lot of sports used to be at certain times of the year right we, you know we had the yeah. winter sports oh, yeah. the fall sports yeah. and as you know in san diego round. hey yep. you can play any sport you want year round right and all the different leagues and stuff that'll happen so a lot of it is if you if a lot a good number of officials work multiple sports but now because they're happening, say, year-round. It used to be I could work football, and then I could do this other sport. Basketball, baseball, whatever, lacrosse. But now, and then they'd start overlapping because they're starting earlier or later. Right. So, you know, and now it's, oh, I could go work five basketball games on a Saturday and make X amount yeah. of dollars versus one football game. Yeah. So well, some some guys, you know, it's all over the place. Of Now, reasons. who negotiates the contract? Is there a – I mean, like, how does how – does, Southern Division pays so much more than San Diego. It's it's a con. They they worked out that contract with yeah. them, and huh. we've we've been in talks with CIF, huh. and those will be continuing. Good. I, I I mean I honestly hope we could do something. And I, and I think I had a friend who was a ref, and he did it for two years. And he goes, I just got sick of being yelled at by the coaches every game being called names and everything by the fans it just got to be too much and, and and that is some of it i mean you definitely have to be able to just let all that fly off you yeah. um and yeah, yeah there's some young one young officials come up and they just yeah again because the youth area is the worst for right. the fans and coaches it is. yeah so you know we're putting them out there at a lower level football but they're getting beaten up verbally uh, at times so we have to get Show them how much fun it actually is. You're right. Be able to, yeah. You push, put that aside. Yeah. We're out there. We're having a good old time out there. Um, you, how often with JC games, you have the same situation with high school with some coaches? Or are they, are there just some a hole? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, once you get to that level, we're starting to get to where their job is more dependent on a win loss. Right. right. You know, at high school, it well, depending on is. depending right. on the depending school, depending on the school, Helix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, hey, if if they start losing games, yeah, their their job is dependent on on their winning and losing. Yeah. And if they can say, hey, it was because of us, um, but, yeah. Then now, do you have you ever made a makeup call? No, you never. Okay, nope. to be honest, 
I'll be honest. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to shield your identity. Nobody's going to know who you are. <laughs> it, oh, it's a makeup call. You hear that all the time. It, you, you hear it all the time, and some of it, you can feel it. it it's, Do it's, you think there's such a thing as a makeup call in referees' heads? I, I think there are times where, I mean, you, you mentioned, you try. Coaches will get, get into an official's right. head. Right. You know, and it's that kind of thing of if you're not aware of what they're doing or what they're saying. Right. You know, suddenly after, you know, right. a couple quarters of them being in your ear, you know, especially after they just had something called on them. Right. I so think, you, I think there, I mean, there's times it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but our, you, our biggest thing, you got to be consistent. I mean, yeah. if we're not consistent, then yeah, our credibility goes out the window and, and they can legitimately say, Hey, they're right. not <laughs> right. They, all of a sudden now what they're telling us, but if I make a, holding call i've set the bar hey this this is, is this is my holding for right. this game now if i let the next big takedown go okay my credibility is gone right. but if i or if i don't call holding when the coaches wanted me now i've raised my bar of and holding, so now right. my threshold has to come up to here yeah and i think that's a lot of where it gets into you know is you know you have a pass interference call well were let they just play let them play right yeah. yeah. Well, gee, which yeah. side do you think you're going to hear? Right, and then the right. next side, when it goes the other way, he's like, right. no. Hey, you got to call that. <laughs> right. Right. So I think sometimes, you know, what they, what they what's seen out there can easily be misinterpreted is, yeah. is that. But a lot of it is up to us as well as, like I say, is if we, as soon as we set, as soon as we throw one flag, we've set our bar right there. And now, that's something we have to train our officials to get used to is you know you could go back and we could pull up the film and we could say yeah okay by, by rule that right that's a penalty right but was it an advantage gain was it at the point of attack that's one of my big right and, and, and so so many of these things and, and that's a lot of up to us of that preventive officiating is let's say we got a sweep to the left but we got a kid over here who's got the jersey and riding the guy back right that has no effect on the play right. Right. so we don't we don't want to call that holding but we need to let that kid know hey right. he hey, came around to the right this side yeah and, and we let the coach know on that same note do you have coaches that you like and coaches who are a-holes and do you think that affects your calls at any point through the game i think i don't know that it affects my calls it makes things a lot easier I there are those coaches that are great. You can tell that, hey, they're coaching. And when I say, a, to me, a good coach is they're not out there just to win the game. They're right. out there to teach the kids sportsmanship. They're out there to teach the kids, hey, this is a way of life. Right. You know, right. And, and and make a good person out of, out of right. the kid out there. Um, there's times when I'll throw a flag and I'll explain the penalty to the coach. And that coach will turn to the kid and explain Why what the they call. did wrong and how right. to, how not to do that. Right. And to me, I look at that and I go, "Wow, that's that's, a, that's great. That's yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it should be." be. Um, there's other coaches where you know you, you'll see that when I talked before, the players are fun to talk to out there. Right. But there's some that aren't. There's players, and and some you see it flow downhill when that coach right. is yelling and yeah. chewing me out. Yeah. There's some of those kids that go, oh, that's what I'm supposed to that's do. Right. So, so when I go and try to help the kid, you know, hey, this is, you know, right. don't do that. If this they come time. this way, that's a penalty, just so you know. Yeah. When, when you start doing that kind of thing, then the kid starts drawing back to me. It's it's that kind of thing. So I know, you know, if we've got that coach, right. I know what to expect on the field as do well. Do you eject kids for being smart asses? Um, or do they have I to have not ejected. I, I have thrown flags from... Yeah, for, the things for they most say of just to me. chippiness, for what they're, you know, you can tell me I was wrong all day long. That's right. a bad call. That was this. oh, you missed but, that, right? But yeah, as soon as it becomes personal, and hey, you, you know, yeah, your mother wears combat boots, yeah. or yeah, now nobody says that anymore. But you know what I mean. <laughs> but just about. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there are uh, times where I I literally have to, you know, I'll get an assistant coach that'll say something, and yeah. deep down, I just I'm just laughing because I'm like, oh, that was a good one. Right. <laughs> wow. Where'd you come up that with that? <laughs> See, I like to think that's how I was as a parent and a coach, that my, my jabs were silently respected. <laughs> All right. 
we are going to wind down. You know, my final question, I always like to ask my guests. I think you are prepared. You have committed a capital crime. You have been sentenced to death. You get one meal to eat, one movie to watch while you eat that meal, and one song <laughs> to plug in your headphones as they play you off to the abyss. What is your movie and or meal? My my meal is going to be a California burrito. California burrito. You okay. can't, can't go wrong. No. Uh, anything to drink? Um, uh, I will have a nice IPA. Okay. You know, All right. savor, savor those last couple flavors before I head okay. off. All right. Uh, then uh, what are you going to be watching while you eat that? Uh, movie. I think I'm going to go Braveheart. Braveheart. Gonna, gonna, now that's different than what you said. Oh, on your I did. Sheet. Oh, see. What do you think you said on your movies sheet? are so hard. Man, they are hard, and that's what's fun to any, me. Any 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 day I could you know pick one of and twelve. That's the idea, and that's all I want to know is where your headspace is right Today now. Today it's going to be Braveheart. Yesterday <laughs> or whenever you turned your sheet, and it was Die Hard. Oh, see, all right, yeah. see, I was probably a little more yeah <laughs> more excited at that time. <laughs> yeah, no, see, but and I don't know. I, I think it's a fun question. It just gets you to think about things and i don't expect and one guy <laughs> is really funny he says this is the worst question i spent four hours at it you know <laughs> and he said it in good good humor but it was just funny how you know that so now you have a nice full belly full of a uh, california burrito washed down with a delicious ipa <laughs> you have watched william wallace be dismembered at the end of the movie what are you going to plug in your headphones i'm going to plug in and uh, drift off to bittersweet symphony Sweet Symphony, by the way. Now, does that song have a special memory for you? No, uh, there's there's some songs that are just perfect for moments. To, to you know, you to just die to. You, you <laughs> die. You know, you just crank it up, and you're like, yeah. all right. So yeah. I just picture, you know, yeah. That, that's one of the good ones. You know, I'm sure like you, you know, you had those times. You know, oh yeah. Uh, even you know, going to a game. I'm gonna yep. go. I'm oh, gonna yeah. go and hit that playlist on the way to the game. Right. Get, get all amped up. Amped up. Nice. Right. Nice. Well, my guest today has been. Brian Mills, referee. He's a CIF crew chief, does high school and college games, uh, the JC games. He just did Southwest versus who? Uh, it was an inter-squad at Southwestern. Oh, inter-squad. Okay, yes. and then you did uh, Madison Helix. Yep. And who? Who? what's the early line on that game for those scouting? What you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> Don't answer that. Uh, you know, somebody's going to take that as fuel. It's and... going into overtime. Okay. <laughs> Any words of wisdom on the way out? Just if you're interested, go to sdcfoa.org. Sdcfoa.org. What does that stand for? That's the San Diego County Football Officials Association. Okay. See, can't at, do it again. Sdc. <laughs> Sdc. Foa. Foa. Dot org. Dot org. Check it out. Sign up. Learn. Become a ref. It's official. It's helpful. It's gratifying. And it's fun. It's not lucrative, <laughs> but it's not bad. It's not nothing. So, all right. Thanks again for your time. We will have you back. Brian Mills, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Tony in the Mesa. The Mesa. Outro. 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 That is going to do it for another episode of Tony on the Mic. Please subscribe, like, comment, and support the show at Tony on the Mic on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and the TikTok. All of these platforms are being slowly filled with quality entertainment product. Also support the show on our Patreon page and contact Tony on the Mic at TonyOnTheMic.com for sponsorship opportunities and content suggestions. I want to thank my sponsors and the support side, including associate producer Gary Lawrence. <laughs>